This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord with Jeffrey Lord. Conservative media is under attack from the left with serious efforts underway to shut us all down. I'll have more in a minute, but first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. They're designed to be worn indoors and outdoors all day long, and I do. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike Lindell is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code Jeff. You will also get deep discounts on all My Pillow products, including those fabulous Giza Dream bed sheets, the My Pillow mattress topper, and My Pillow towel sets. Or Call 800-606-1043 and use promo code JEFF. Now, you'll love this. Have you heard of something called the Global Disinformation Index, the GDI? Sounds a tad Orwellian, doesn't it? But it's real, very real. Based out of the United Kingdom, the GDI has made it its business to defund conservative media in the United States and you'll never guess who was funding it. That would be you. And over there at AT AT&T and its cable carrier subsidiary, DirecTV, they have gone about the business of silencing Newsmax TV, the conservative news channel that is the fourth most popular news channel in America. And yes, full disclosure, I am a Newsmax contributor. The silencing of Newsmax comes after AT&T and DirecTV also silenced the conservative One America News. Imagine that. Now comes the news that the Biden administration is using taxpayer dollars, your dollars, to blacklist, defund, and silence my own home-based publication, The Venerable American Spectator, not to mention other conservative media outlets. And when I said you were paying for this censorship, I wasn't kidding. U.S. taxpayer dollars are, in fact, being used to fund the leftist global disinformation index. The news of all of this first exploded in a series written in the Washington Examiner by reporter Gabe Kaminsky. The first Examiner blockbuster was headlined as follows, quote, Disinformation Inc. Meet the groups hauling in cash to secretly blacklist conservative news, unquote. The Examiner reported, quote, Exclusive, well-funded Disinformation tracking groups, and disinformation is in quotes, are part of a stealth operation blacklisting and trying to defund conservative media, likely costing the news companies large sums in advertising dollars, a Washington Examiner investigation found. Major ad companies are increasingly seeking guidance from purportedly, quote, nonpartisan, unquote, groups claiming to be detecting and fighting online, quote, disinformation, unquote. These same disinformation monitors are compiling secret website blacklists and feeding them to ad companies with the aim of defunding and shutting down disfavored speech, according to sources familiar with the situation, public memos, and emails obtained by the Washington Examiner, unquote. 
Then the New York Post added to this story by reporting this, quote, the Global Disinformation Index, or GDI, is a British organization with a pair of U.S. nonprofit affiliates. Now get this. It receives hundreds of thousands of dollars from the U.S. State Department's Global Engagement Center and the taxpayer-funded National Endowment for Democracy, unquote. You got that? The Global Disinformation Index over there in the United Kingdom is being funded with hundreds of thousands of dollars from the United States State Department's Global Engagement Center and the taxpayer-funded National Endowment for Democracy, which is to say you, our listeners, our beloved listeners, the American taxpayer, are funding this conservative censorship outfit to the tune of hundreds of thousands of your taxpayer dollars. And just what is the Global Disinformation Index, or GDI? It self-describes as follows, quote, The Global Disinformation Index, GDI, is a nonprofit organization that operates on the three principles of neutrality, independence, and transparency. Our vision is a world free of disinformation and its harms, which undermine the trusted information ecosystems that are the foundation of democratic processes. GDI provides disinformation risk ratings of the world's news and information sources with a mission to catalyze industry and government to defund disinformation, unquote. Translation, the GDI has set itself up as a far-left king of censorship. Its targets, conservative media outlets in the United States, At the same time, it protects America's left-wing publications from NPR to the New York Times to the Washington Post and more. The Washington Examiner and its ace reporter Kaminsky have serious scoop with this series, revealing the blacklisting of conservative media outlets by the Global Disinformation Index. So what, you might ask, are the State Department's Global Engagement Center and the National Endowment for Democracy both of which are shipping funding dollars to the blacklisting GDA, GDI. The State Department website describes this part of the U.S. taxpayer-funded bureaucracy this way, quote, The State Department's Global Engagement Center has a stated mission. That would be to direct, lead, synchronize, integrate, and coordinate, don't you love this bureaucracy, U.S. federal government efforts to recognize, understand, expose, and counter foreign state and non-state propaganda, and disinformation efforts aimed at undermining or influencing the policies, security, or stability of the United States, its allies, and partner nations, unquote. And, but of course, what's a State Department bureaucracy without a vision? The vision statement in this case from the State Department says, quote, its goal, its vision is to be a data-driven body leading U.S. interagency efforts in proactively addressing foreign adversaries' attempts to undermine U.S. interests using disinformation and propaganda, unquote. And then there's the other GDI American funder, the National Endowment for Democracy. The NED, the NED, self-describes this way, quote, the National Endowment for Democracy, NED, is an independent nonprofit foundation dedicated to the growth and strengthening of democratic institutions around the world. Each year, NED makes more than 2,000 grants to support the projects of non-governmental groups abroad who are working for democratic goals in more than 100 countries, unquote. 
Now, a personal note here. The National Endowment for Democracy was established during President Ronald Reagan's White House tenure. As a former White House associate political director for President Reagan, I can only say he would be embarrassed, not to mention angered, to see what the inheritors of this once idealistic vision have turned the endowment into. One of the president's favorite publications back in the day was The American Spectator. And its founder, R. Emmett Tyrrell Jr., Bob Tyrrell, was in fact a decided Reagan friend. There is no way in the world that Ronald Reagan would ever, ever go along with silencing the American Spectator or, for that matter, any other publication. So, again, the Biden State Department, under the leadership of Biden appointed Secretary of State Antony Blinken, proclaims that the vision for the State Department's Global Engagement Center is to be, quote, proactively addressing foreign adversaries' attempts to undermine U.S. interests using disinformation and propaganda, unquote. And the National Endowment for Democracy is all about, quote, working for democratic goals in more than 100 countries, unquote. Uh-huh. Last I checked, conservative media and the American Spectator are not, quote, foreign adversaries, unquote, attempting to, quote, undermine U.S. interests using disinformation and propaganda, unquote. And publishing a magazine devoted to free speech, like the American Spectator, is exactly working for democratic goals. So to accomplish what is in reality a vision of censorship from Biden's State Department and the NED, the two are targeting the American Spectator to silence it by putting it out of business, along with drawing a bullseye on all the other conservative media sites listed by the GDI. But, of course, on Monday of this week, the Washington Examiner reported this, this, and I'm quoting, but GDI, which did not reply, surprising, to several requests for its exclusion list, discloses in reports which outlets, outlets it identifies as the, quote, riskiest, unquote, and, quote, worst, unquote, offenders for peddling disinformation. These 10, which all skewed to the right, are the American Spectator, Newsmax, The Federalist, The American Conservative, One America News, The Blaze, The Daily Wire, Real Clear Politics, Reason, and The New York Post, unquote. And here, for reference, is the official GDI description of The American Spectator. Quote, spectator.org. Paren, risk level, maximum, close paren. In content published by the American Spectator, bias, sensationalism, and divisive and targeting language were prevalent, while fact-based leads and well-measured headlines were rare. On the contrary, most of the assessed articles on this domain negatively targeted a group or ridiculed in their title or, or, or opening sentences. Frequent hyperbole and generalizations further supported the establishment of adversarial narratives. The site also provides little transparency around its operations, in particular its policies on sources and attribution and its editorial guidelines, unquote. Right. What leftist propaganda? It sounds like a description of the GDI, frankly. The Examiner story went on to provide a link to the original GDI site. Reading the original GDI source reveals a chart that lists 10 so-called, quote, least risky sites, unquote, side by side with another 10 labeled, quote, riskiest sites, unquote, the latter being the 10 conservative sites, including the American Spectator that I just mentioned. 
and the least risky sites when it comes to spewing disinformation and propaganda? According to the GDI, who are they? Now, try not to laugh. In order, the DGI lists the least riskiest sites as follows. 1. NPR. 2. AP News. <laughs> I gotta laugh. 3. The New York Times. 4. ProPublica. 5. Insider. 6. USA Today. 7. The Washington Post. 8. BuzzFeed News. 9. Wall Street Journal. And 10. HuffPost. In other words, conservative media sites, bad. Left-wing sites, good. Let's take just one of DGI's least risky sites, the New York Times. Here's a recent headline about the Times from, yes, the conservative and decidedly reputable Breitbart News. That'll drive them crazy. Quote, exclusive. New York Times waited more than 500 days before reporting it authenticated Hunter Biden laptop emails. Breitbart's Matthew Boyle reported this, quote, The New York Times, self-proclaimed paper of record, waited more than 500 days before finally reporting it had authenticated critical emails from now President Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden's infamous laptop. The Times allowed the false narrative that the Hunter Biden laptop was somehow Russian disinformation to permeate the public debate for over a year when it had obtained evidence to the contrary, according to emails ex obtained exclusively by Breitbart News. And, report, unquote. and reporting like this from the Times puts it on the GDI's least risky list? Of course it does. Those lefties have got to stick together. So, make no mistake, whether these are leftists running the Global Disinformation Index in Britain with the help of your American tax, do tax dollars sent by the Biden administration, or whether they are leftist bureaucrats in Biden's State Department, the objective, first, last, and always, is to shut down conservative media. And Joe Biden's State Department has made it crystal clear that the American Spectator and Newsmax and others are in their sights. Newsflash for Joe? We at the American Spectator and Newsmax are not going anywhere, and neither will any of the others go anywhere. For the word of the Lord, this is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com, to check on the latest censorship news and more. Until the next time, this is Jeffrey Lord wishing you an uncensored week. See you next time. <music>